0: of the Queen in the last week has been a moment of great solemnity for our society and for many individuals within it. It's brought us to a moment of thought, more than just grief, but thought about life, about mortality and about our future without somebody who seems to have been there for nearly all our life. Welcome to this podcast from Two Ways Ministries, I'm Philip Jensen. Queen Elizabeth II is somebody who is widely admired by many people, even those who politically or historically may be disagreeing with the role of the Queen and the role of the British Empire. But she herself, it's been very hard to find fault with her, for she's been a woman of such duty, such fidelity, such service, over such a long period of time, that most of us have found in her the kind of stability in society. For many of us the world without her is a different world than the one we've lived in all our life. I remember as a small child and the difficulty I think I was in first class when we had to sing no longer God Save the King but God Save the Queen. We failed and we had to sing the national anthem two or three times before we could learn to actually say God Save the Queen. But now after 70 years it does sound very strange to say, God save the king. That seems a very different way of even speaking. For her, longevity has meant that she is just part of the furniture of life, of, of the world itself. For those of us who are Christians, we've rejoiced too in the ways in which she has very quietly and yet clearly expressed a real Christian faith. And here is somebody who with the world at her feet, would still acknowledge that there is a king above her in the Lord Jesus Christ. But strangely, as I heard of her death, I thought of the death of King Uzziah. I suspect not many people have done what I have done, but the reign of King Uzziah while not quite as long as the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, was, like hers, a very long reign. Forty, fifty years he reigned over Judah in the 8th century BC. And his reign, being a long reign, was one of stability and of peace and of wealth. And that is the character of having a king. We say, long live the king, long live the queen. We say it because... At the time of change from one monarch to another is the time of instability and danger. In this last week, it has been strange to see the declarations of King Charles III. It's been rather strange to see the number of changes and declarations that have had to take place. That no longer he's the Prince of Wales, that we have a new Prince of Wales, and therefore we have a Duchess who's now become a princess. All kinds of changes happened, but mercifully within the British system, this has all been clearly established. The line of of succession is all laid out so that there will not be quarrels. But in other countries, at other times, and back in the ancient world, the change of the monarch was a change that could lead to terrible revolutions and difficulties because it wasn't always clear as to who was going to take over. When Uzziah died... In the year that Uzziah died, after a long period of peace and stability and wealth and prosperity for the nation of Judah, Isaiah went into the temple. It's that famous passage in Isaiah 6 where he goes into the temple and sees God. He sees Yahweh in all his power and might and especially in his holiness. Holy, holy, holy. He's the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory, sang the seraphim on that occasion. It's such an important part of the book of Isaiah, the prophecy of Isaiah, the life of Isaiah, because seeing the Lord in all his holiness meant that he was overwhelmed with a sense of his own unholiness. Not only was he a person who was overwhelmed, but he was overwhelmed by the sense of his nation's unholiness. Woe is me, he declared, for I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in amongst a people of unclean lips. But why did he know that? How could he come to understand that? It says, for my eyes have seen the king, Yahweh of hosts, Yahweh of armies. When you see God in all his power and all his might, when you see the king of kings, the sense of your own unworthiness, the sense of your own sinfulness, The sense of the impending judgment of God is overwhelming. But from the temple, from the altar, came the cleansing, came the forgiveness. As the angel took the coal from the altar and placed it on the lips of this man, and cleansing came to the sinful lips. Isaiah hears the call of God, for the lips have been cleansed that he may declare the great message of God. For God wishes a message to come to this peaceful, wealthy nation that has lived in stability for years, for decades under the previous king. The message is to come. A message of terrible import. A message that no prophet in one sense would ever want to prophesy. That God is now making the hardness of these hard hearts in such fashion that the judgment of God is falling upon the nation. The whole nation is going to go into its captivity. The whole nation is going to be destroyed. But yet, out of the out of the seed of the cut-down tree, there is some little hope at the end of the chapter. The introduction of the fact that this happened in the year that Uzziah died, I don't think was accidental. It wasn't just a time marker. It's when the great king died isaiah saw the king of the king he saw that the empire the kingdom that was there already was still in the hand of the lord and still under the judgment of god that the wealth of empires which is so seductive to make us think we are independent The wealth of the nation, the peace, the prosperity, the stability that all flows out of a long reign of the king, a long reign of the monarch, can indeed be deceptive. For we must remember that no one reigns except under the hand of God. Here in our nation, we've acknowledged King Charles as the King of Australia. It was the formula we had to go through and people will be discussing in the coming months and days and years as to whether we want to move from monarchy to republicanism or some other form of government and whether we should be separated. But those things are inappropriate now because those things fail to recognise the moment of time of mourning and grieving and of thanking God for a great monarch who has done what she has done with faithfulness and, and service and, She's been the kind of source of stability in a time of rapid social change, for that has been the character of the years in which she has reigned from the late 1940s through to this year, the huge social, political, economic changes of the world. And she has stood steadily, continuing, without change, adapting to the world that was changing so quickly. And now she has gone. It's time to pay homage to God for giving a person who had a sense of duty that we no longer see common in our society. But while this might be a time for the grieving and the time for the mourning, and while it may not be yet the time for thinking about alternatives, it is time to think again of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the God of Gods. For empires come, and empires go, as surely as commonwealths come, and commonwealths go. For it is God who rules over all, and we forget him to our great peril. It was the same in Jesus' time, you know. For face to face with God in the man Jesus Christ, his own nation forgot him, rejected him, wouldn't see the hand of God that was Right in front of them, they could not believe, we're told, because Isaiah said, God has blinded the eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. John's Gospel says, Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many of the the authorities believed in him, But for fear of the Pharisees, they didn't confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Let us make sure at this time we do not make their mistake. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank and praise you for Elizabeth, for her dutiful service of peoples, for her fidelity and integrity displayed over decades we thank you for this father and we do give honor and praise to you for the work that you did in her heart and mind but we would pray heavenly father that at this time we would remember you as the one who is indeed the king of kings and we pray it in jesus name amen thank you for listening to this new podcast from philip jensen and two ways ministries Billet will be bringing to you new regular episodes on a variety of topics and current issues. Don't forget to subscribe to keep up with his latest.